This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Nisha Rapp from ESPN and the voice of the Carolina Panthers. We're going to tackle two subjects here with Mr. Sharoff, who is in Charlottesville or headed there. Well, you should be there now. The game starts soon. Uh, tonight on ESPN, the Wolfpack taking on the Cavaliers. Um, when you when you approach a game like this tonight, because there should be some emotion for Brennan, for Brennan Armstrong, right? He was teammates with those three uh, young men who were victims of the shooting a year ago. I think this matters. What? How much focus do you put on that, or how much? What do you do with that information as you head into this game? You know, I think it's part of it because this isn't as simple and cut and dry as Brennan Armstrong's coming back to Virginia. He's got his offensive coordinator Robert and I with him, and you know, they set all the records at yeah. Virginia while they were there, and then once. And I left. We saw what happened to Brennan Armstrong last year. He struggled. Um, so I think that's probably the big hook for the game. Yes, he is coming back, but there's no ill will. We're talking to the Virginia folks. It's not like Brennan Armstrong returns as this villain. Right. Uh, he just he just was not a fit in the new offensive system. It was this pro style system, timing based. And when you think of not just what he meant to that program, but even last year when he struggled, what he went through with those teammates, that's very real. That is real on a depths of your soul type of level. I don't think you forget that. And if you read everything that Brennan Armstrong has said this week, uh, there's a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships in that locker room. This isn't like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to get my payback. I'm here (laughs) for revenge. That sort of um, narrative I don't think exists in this game. Yes, he's coming back and he's trying to win for NC State, but what he went through with those guys, especially last season, that is very real, and and hopefully we can do it justice. Anish Sharaf from ESPN and the voice of the Carolina Panthers, and we will talk about Bryce Young here in a minute. Um, What's what's your sense of how Virginia has kind of navigated this whole thing? I mean, they, I, I don't know when you ever get over anything like this. I know they played their first home game, I guess, against uh, um, uh, JMU last week. What's your sense of where they are? Uh, there's a couple of things. One, part of this healing process for them is, hey, can we win a game? Right, And Mm -hmm. I think it would mean something for them to win a game at home. They've lost six straight going back to last year. And remember the last two games of 2022 after the shooting were canceled. They had mentioned to us the first two games of this season were hard. First game of the year, it's the first game for all these guys after what had happened. And then the second game against James Madison, it's the first home game. And you see the numbers of the three players emblazoned in the end zone. Well, as much as you want to progress and as much as you want to process and heal and move forward, it's like any of us who've dealt with loss. There are these reminders. And for Virginia Wednesday was Deshaun Perry's birthday. He was one of the players who was shot and killed last November. And again, that's a moment where for the coaches and for the teammates and for the guys in that locker room and the staff, you're not just going to gloss over it. You're not just going to ignore it. And so they took the time out. They had a, a celebratory birthday cake for him. They remembered him. They shared their memories. And and again, that emotion bubbles to the surface. And I think sometimes 
you know, we think of it as X's and O's and sports and moving on. Man, that's real. That's real on, on a life and death level, not the life and death level that we equate sports to. So um, I, I don't think that process is linear um, like yeah. any healing, grieving process is. So it is something they still deal with it. And I know they had to deal with it this week when, again, one of their fallen teammates you know, should have been out celebrating a birthday. Instead, you know, they're remembering a birthday where he's not there. Anish Sharaf is joining us here in the Adam Gold Show. We spent on this program for the like the last month talking a lot about uh, and not talking about mental health issues, but it's in the subject because of North Carolina wide receiver Tez Walker and North yeah. Carolina was, you know, one of their uh, arguments, if you will, to the NCAA was that is a, a mental health issue, an emotional issue. Uh, that Tez Walker should be allowed to play. So this is where the real-life mental health uh, issues for college students, you know, you know, young people, this is where it hits home, where it should hit home for a lot of people. Uh, and we can't, you just can't, like, overlook the element of these are all, you know, 19, 20, 21-year-old guys uh, who are dealing with the loss of a brother. Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator? Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. It is something, unless you have been through it, and even if you have been through it, every circumstance is different. I don't think we really understand how to process it. I'll share with you, I lost my mom when I was 17 years old, and I was two weeks away from graduating high school, and then a few months later, I went off to college, and of those months in the aftermath felt like a blur. I didn't know how to properly process. I did things that I regretted and I wasn't sure. And I acted out of character just because you're, you're lost and you're searching and you're trying to, to figure this out. And we all don't know the right way to heal. And back then, again, there was no, Hey, go see a therapist, go talk to a counselor. You just kind of had to, had to figure it out. And, um, uh, you know, I tell people all the time, there, there's no roadmap for any of this. Tony Elliott walks in, first-time head coach right at Virginia. There's no roadmap on what do you do when three of your players are shot and killed in the middle of a season. No, nobody tells you how to do that when you sign up to become a head coach. And, and, again, I think as sports fans, we're so fixated on the outcome. Did they win? Yeah. Did they lose? Why did he play so poorly? Um uh, you know, I can't speak to everything on, on mental health, but I, I think sometimes we don't give these athletes enough currency as human beings and real people. Anish Sharaf is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show, the game tonight, NC State at Virginia, 730 on ESPN. He will be there. And then you will get on a plane. I don't know if it's later tonight or probably tomorrow morning, and you will fly to Seattle uh, where uh, you and Bryce Young will have something in common. Neither of you will play. 
against the Seahawks. The injury is the injury. I mean, I, whether it happened in the game and we just found out about it Monday, rather Tuesday, or it happened something in Tuesday, it doesn't really matter. Um, big picture, and I, I just was talking about this earlier a couple of times today, I don't think in the big picture that it's a terrible thing that Bryce Young watches Andy Dalton play a football game. I think sometimes being on the sidelines can just give you another perspective of everything that's going on. It can. I think um, there's a couple of ways to look at it. Andy Dalton obviously is a, a pro. This guy has started, what, at least six games in every season of his pro career. <laughs> so it's not like you're throwing somebody into the fire who's not ready and hasn't had the reps. Andy Dalton um, is a serviceable quarterback, and, and you can do a whole lot worse than Andy Dalton. But you know, for Bryce Young, I think you know, the one thing it does call into question, right, is the optics when he was drafted, this guy checks every box. What was the one box he didn't check? The the physicality, the build, right? right? He's small. and um, So I think, again, naturally, human reaction, if you're a fan, I think you do go to that place, right? Oh, okay, ankle injury. Um, is this you know, going to be a trend? Can he hold up in the NFL? Uh, listen, it's very early in his career. You hope this is a blip, but it's hard for that not to creep into the back of your mind. The other thing is, I looked at this game as an opportunity for Bryce Young. Uh, New Orleans and Atlanta are vastly superior right now defensively to what right. Seattle is. Seattle's banged up on the defensive side. Uh, they have no pass rush whatsoever. They have two sacks. One came on a corner blitz. Bobby Wagner finally looks slow. Their other linebacker, Jordan Brooks, is coming off a torn ACL. Now, they're beat the heck up in the secondary. Jamal Adams may or may not play. He's coming off an injury. Now, Reek Woolen, who had the great rookie season, he's hurt. Uh, you know, Devin Witherspoon, their other cornerback, missed the first game. He's a rookie. This is only his second game at this level. So uh, you got a lot of injuries. And, and I thought, hey, this might be an opportunity to get right. And then people talk, well, I Lumen Field, Seattle, 12th man. It's like, come on, dude. This guy played <laughs> night games at LSU. He wore crimson <laughs> At Auburn, he yeah. played in Starkville with those incessant cowbells going on nonstop. <laughs> he played at Tennessee in front of 100,000 fans. With all due respect to Lumen Field, atmosphere-wise, it doesn't compare to some of those places I mentioned in the SEC. So I thought this could be a real opportunity for Bryce Young and his passing offense to, to you know, maybe get right a little bit against Seattle. I think you're right. Uh, I also think that the Vikings are not exactly the purple people eaters from the seventies <laughs> and no. the following week could pre prevent just the same type of a, uh, of an opportunity for him. Um, like I, how did you look at the two games real quick? Anisha, uh, Anisha is joining us here and I know we don't have a lot of time left, but how did you look at the two games? My view was I thought game one was pretty good other than the two interceptions. And I thought game two was not good. Because I thought there were other things that he looked like he was inaccurate with some throws. I thought he rushed uh, when he didn't have to. And I thought he held the ball too long. I've, I saw some worse signs from game two than I saw from game one. I look at both games where I think the first game, again, three turnovers led to 17 points difference in a game. Um, second game, really the difference was three plays. You had the fourth down and one offside. You kick a field goal, right. take a touchdown off the board. There's the red zone fumble. And then Chris Olave makes the juggling catch, <laughs> and I bring that up because what Bryce Young has not had is guys making plays. Yep. Um, 
Oh, Terrace Marshall showed he can do that last year. Hasn't done it so far this year. LaVisca Chenault showed he could do that when healthy last year. Has not done that this year. DJ Chark has not been at full strength. Adam Thielen, we know what he is. He's an underneath guy. He's mm-hmm. a safety net, right? But they have not had explosive plays. They've had one pass play of 20-plus yards. And so I think going into the season, we thought the O-line would have been better. Injuries mm-hmm. have hit. We thought the skill guys could maybe take some pressure off Bryce. He's probably been asked to do more than I think what we thought he would be asked to do this early in the season. Um, at the end of the day, it's still a rookie quarterback making his second start. Anish Sharaf is joining us here. Before we say goodbye, are your orange for real? You know, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I don't know. They're three and zero. Don't do this to me, Adam. <laughs> don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. It, 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 it's like the line from what Godfather Three, right? Just, just when you think you're out, they pull you right back in. And 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 I, I, I wait with a bated breath. Okay. Let's go beat Army this weekend. If you beat Army, you're four zero, and then you got a three game stretch. It's Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina. I forget the exact order. If you get one of those three, boy, the back end of the schedule is soft. Then you could start to dream. And, and who knows, two losses in the ACC, that might put you in position for Charlotte. Oh, see, you're doing it to me. Look what's oh, happened. You're doing it to me. <laughs> look what's happened. This is, I, I, I can't. I can't. I, I, see, I wasn't even going there. You brought. No. You, you were ready. I appreciate I that. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, Anish, thank you very much for the time. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, I know you'll uh, you'll kill it, and then we'll, uh, we'll... That's probably a bad thing to say. I apologize for that. I didn't mean that. Uh, you'll uh, you'll do a, a great job tonight, and we'll uh, be listening on Sunday when the Panthers are in Seattle. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Adam. Thank you. You got it. Anish Sharaf here on the Adam Gold Show. Didn't uh, use that in the, in the performance sense, but uh, I apologize uh, for the- this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.